Too many of us are hanging out at the pools of life where there are no answers. We're hanging out at the pool of materialism, the pool of your career and your job, the pool of your family, the pool. Yeah, you're hanging out looking for answers in something that will never satisfy. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us as today we continue a message from John chapter 5 called Power at the Pool. And Pastor, I think a lot of times you're exactly right. We're looking for answers in a lot of the good things that God has given us. Family relationships, friendships, the job that he's given us, the maybe the title that we have. All good things, but if we're ultimately looking for our worth and value and fulfillment and happiness and all of those things, we're sure to be disappointed. Oh, of course. You know, uh, I took a philosophy class uh, one time and, uh, you know, their focus was, uh, of course, the ultimate question, uh, what is the meaning of life and why am I here? And uh, I don't know about anyone else, but uh, I look back over my life because I ain't always been saved, you know, and look at my quest for satisfaction. Hmm. I I tried women. I tried drugs. Mm -hmm. I tried partying. Mm -hmm. I I mean, so many things, all of it empty. But then I'll never forget. Let me see if I can remember. It was September 29th, 1974, between 1130 p.m., 12 o'clock a.m., 73, 72 for most way, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15208. I was on the right side of the bed, the side closest to the alley. <laughs> you know, I vaguely remember vague, my commercial. Yeah, yeah. Just vaguely. Kind of fuzzy. But yeah, 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 it's yeah, fuzzy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but but was at that point that life had real meaning for me Hmm. because I met Jesus Christ. And there was a transformation. One of the first things I did was I flushed all the drugs down the toilet. I had $15,000, $20,000 worth of drugs, you know, and flushed them all down the toilet. And I began to think, you know, what are you doing? And and then it changed from what are you doing to why are you doing it? Hmm. Because there was a void that was filled in my heart that nothing else ever filled. Yeah. You know, I love my sugar babe. We've been married 47 years. And uh, she couldn't feel it. Yeah. I love my children. They couldn't feel it. Yeah. You know, yeah. family couldn't feel it. And I said all those other things couldn't feel it. But Jesus filled it. And I began a journey with Jesus. Yeah. Growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and still journeying. Well, that's... One of the amazing things about it, it is a lifelong journey. Yes, it and is. And he'll continue to fill that void right. our entire lives until one day we see him face to face. Amen. It's filled completely. That's <laughs> it, bro. Never gets uh, even a little bit empty again. That's but right it. now, we're going to be looking at uh, John chapter 5. So if you can, grab a Bible and join us there as we continue a message called Power at the Pool. Here is Pastor Ford. And so here it is now. They're at the pool. What's this pool like? This pool is like Hot Springs, Arkansas. You know what happens at Hot Springs, Arkansas? We have a group that go every year. Now, millions go because they think there's healing in the water. But I was teasing Sister Triplett this morning. She go every year. Her and Sister Nettie go every year. And she get on that bus with a crutch or a cane. And she go to Hot Springs and stay a couple of days and then come back. And she got that same crutch when she walked back out there. 
There was no healing in that water, but that's the legend that was at this pool. And so uh, they thought this pool would cure rheumatism, arthritis, skin disease, and other health problems. That's what they say at Arkansas, at Hot Springs. That's why I draw them people there. And so they wanted to be healed, and they come to these things. What's this pool like? Lower Wacker Drive or Pacific Garden Mission. These people there are hurting and homeless and helpless. Now, watch this. See if you get this. And after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And where does he go? Bethesda, to the pool, right over your head. I told you all I don't know when to shout. What's going on? There's a big deal. Where's Jesus? At the pool. There's a festival where there are millions in Jerusalem right now because they want to experience God. But God is at the pool with the homeless, with the helpless, and with the hopeless. Y'all don't get that? <laughs> Man. Everybody was in Jerusalem because they thought that's where God was, but God was hanging out with the helpless folk. I shouts me, I got goosebumps all over my body because you know what that means? Everybody would expect him to be over there, but he was over here with the folk that needed him the most. You know what? Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ will show up in unexpected places? I mean, we could get some testimonies. Testify, demoniac of the Gadarenes. What was that? You were in a cemetery. Where did Jesus come? He came in the cemetery and clothed me in my right mind, and then I put clothes on. Because remember in the cemetery, he's running around naked, wailing and screaming, talking to himself like a banshee, cutting himself. Jesus clothed him in his right mind, and the first thing he did was put some clothes on. That's how I know some of these sisters ain't saved, ain't been clothed in their right mind. Because they ain't got no clothes on. Okay, 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 okay. All right, I, I couldn't, because I, I tell you all the time, I mean, some people are coming downtown in what they shouldn't come downstairs in. Mm-mm-mm. I ain't going to say it because somebody thought I was going to say, you know, there ought to be a weight limit on spandex. I always say that, but I'm going to leave it go. Because ain't nobody listening. So Jesus is there. Testify a woman at the well. Jesus came into Samaria to get me, and the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritan. Testify a blind Bartimaeus. Jesus came to Jericho to get me. See, you and I can testify that Jesus came into some unexpected places to get us. For some of us, he came and got us out of the party house. For some of us, he came and got us out of the jail house. For some of us, he came and got us out of the frat house. For some of us, he got us out of the penthouse. For some of us, he had to come through the hoe house. For some of us, he had to come through the crack house. And for some of us, he even saved us out of the church house. Yeah, and for many of us, he came to our house. And then now all of us are in his house. Oh, yeah. Hey, and I don't know if you like me, but I sure hope he go visit the White House. And so there it is, Christ's visitation. God helps those who help themselves. No, God helps those who can't help themselves. So then Christ's visitation, but notice secondly with me, Christ's interrogation. Christ's interrogation. 
verses five through seven. Then a certain man was there. Why? Just a certain man. So you could put your name. Whenever the person is anonymous, always put your name in there. So it doesn't matter what your issue is. So you'll know God is no respect of persons. So I'm not going to call a name because what I do for Pastor Ford, I'll do for every one of the flock uh, that's mine under Pastor Ford. So there's nobody uh, that's bigger and better than anybody. I minister to everybody who belongs to me. Hmm. And so he had infirmity 38 years. Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time. In that case, he said, will thou be made whole? Let me read this like I think he said it. The impotent man answered him and said, sir, I have no man. When the water's troubled, the puppy in the pool. Let me throw my pity party and invite my three closest friends, me, myself, and I. Look at this man. I'm just going to tell you about him in these verses. Here's what these verses say. He's disabled. He's desperate. He's disappointed. And he's been deceived. That's what those verses tell him because he's waiting for something that God never promised. And so he's disabled, he's desperate, he's disappointed, and he's been deceived. And the Bible says Jesus knew all about him, how lame he was and how long he had been there. John seems to repeat this theme over and over again. Jesus knows, Jesus knows, Jesus knows. I love it. It reminds me of what the songwriter said, Elder Green. He said, Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide as the day is long. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Now, why ask the question? Why? Wait a minute. You just said he's there for 38 years. And Jesus, come on, Jesus. It's a no-brainer. Would you be made whole? Why are you asking me that question? The challenge is faith. Uh, we, we meet every first Thursday, every third Thursday. Weren't that many of us uh, this last Thursday for a number of reasons, but one of them, uh, my young disciple people called me and said, uh, we going to meet at the new place? Yeah. So he said, he said, yeah, he said, uh, heard the food's better there, but... Uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to be eating. I didn't ask him why. I just said, do you want to eat? Well, see, pastor, I don't got no money, man. Wait, 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 wait. I told him, I said, man, you, you know what God wanted, wanted to happen here? He said, what? You to be my sermon illustration because that's what I'm preaching this Sunday. He said, oh, no, no, no. I ain't going to call your name. Don't worry about it. I ain't going to call your name, but that's what I'm preaching. That's not what I asked you. I didn't ask you, did you have money? I said, do you want to eat? It calls for a yes or no answer. You see, in the back of my mind, I'm asking the question, not because I'm thinking about what resources you have, but I'm thinking about what resources I have. And so I'm anticipating the fact that you understand who I am and what I'm able to do so that you would know when I ask the question, all I need is a yes or a no. That's not what I asked you. I didn't ask you about your situation. <laughs> wow. He was so busy thinking about his own inadequate resources that he did not anticipate that the question was designed to determine what Jesus would do with his resources. Hmm. 
Some people have been in bad, I know you ain't gonna believe this, in bad situations so long that they become accustomed to them and they do not believe that anything can be done. 38 years is a long time to be paralyzed. So he just expects to stay that way. You're listening to Treasure Truth, a message from John 5 called Power at the Pool. And Pastor Ford will be back in just a few moments to continue the broadcast. want to let you know that uh, we do depend on your contact and your generosity to keep the program going. Always so encouraged to know that you're out there and that you're listening. And you can do that by coming to the website and clicking on the contact link. But we also do need your uh, financial help as we begin a new year together to keep the broadcast going strong. Um, It really is your generosity that keeps this Bible teaching on the air. It goes to pay for things like production costs and airtime and all the things that happen behind the scenes. So come to the website, treasuredtruthradio.org, click on the contact link and the donate link and give a gift online. That's at treasuredtruthradio.org. Again, here's Pastor Ford. I bet you there are people, now not in this service, but in that early service, there were people who fall into the plight of many women who are being abused. Their motto ought to be, you can't hit me and have me, but they've been abused so long uh, that they're now used to it. And they think that thug, thug life relationship is the only kind of relationship that there really is. He loves me because he bought me flowers. Disregard the fact that I'm wearing sunglasses to cover my two black eyes. Yeah, there are people who've been single so long, uh, they don't believe they can handle marriage. They don't think they're ever going to be married. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. There are people who've been broke so long, God can't give them any money because they don't believe there's any money to be had. There are people, listen, listen, let me just cut to the chase. Some of us have been around sick people so long that all we know is sick. You got to realize there's some pool folk that want you to stay at the pool with them. They don't ever want you to leave the pool. So Jesus had to ask the question to get him ready for what he was getting him ready for so that when he brought it to him, he wouldn't blow it. I've seen Shawshank Redemption about 12 times. And since I saw it 12 times and I shouldn't have, I made it biblical. I watched it one time for each of the 12 disciples. But here's my favorite part. Brooks, after, what was it, 75 years in prison, I think it was, he gets freed. He goes to work in a grocery store. Things are so advanced, he doesn't know any of this stuff. Finally, he puts Brooks was here and then hangs himself. They find out about it back in Shawshank. And they ask Red, played by Morgan Freeman. They said, Red, why did Brooks hang himself? Morgan Freeman said, well... You know, when you first come to this place, you hate these walls. But after you've been here for a little while, you get used to them. And then as the years roll by, you depend upon these walls. You come to depend upon these walls. Oh, don't look at me that way. Because you got an unsaved loved one you've been praying for for 15 years and they ain't come to Christ yet and you done gave up. Oh, let them go to hell. They ain't going to get saved. That's what they said about you. 
Huh. Yeah. Here's the second reason to change his focus. He thought healing was in the water. He didn't realize that healing was at the water. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. See, he thought healing was in the pool when healing was at the pool. In the words of a famous preacher, Augustus Strong, now this is how he would say it. Augustus Strong would say, I know you know who Augustus Strong is. Uh, he's a famous uh, uh, National Baptist preacher. And Augustus Strong said this, let me quote. He said, uh, the problem uh, with this man was uh, he didn't realize you don't have to get wet to get well. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to get wet to get well. And listen, too many of us are hanging out at the pools of life where there are no answers. We're hanging out at the pool of materialism and the pool of sexism and classism and drugs, the pool of alcohol, the pool at the club. I know, I can't relate to that. Okay, the pool of education, the pool of your career and your job, the pool of your family, the pool. Yeah, 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 you're hanging out looking for answers in something that will never satisfy. Now, I had some other pools, but look, the garbage truck is going down the alley. Put out your own garbage, all right? He's so into his situation that he's speaking out of his disappointment rather than Christ's declaration. Mm. Quit letting your disappointment speak over your face. Now, notice in my Bible, which is King James, it says to be made whole. Now, in some of your Bibles, it says, do you want to be healed? <laughs> the Greek word is not healed. The Greek word is whole. Why, Pastor Ford? Because you can be healed and not be whole. Jesus is saying, look, if you just want your physical body healed, that ain't what I'm all about. I ain't a genie in the lamp where you just rub me and get what you want. No, 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 no. I want whole salvation, not just soul salvation. I just don't want to save you for eternity. I want to save you in time. I just don't want you to be holy in heaven. I want you to live holy here on earth. Y'all ain't going to pray with me in here. I know it, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Yeah, he, he's saying, do you want to be whole? See, Jesus is going to give this man, that's what we're going to talk about next, restoration. But he has no transformation. Notice verse 14. Afterward, Jesus finding him in the temple. Stop. Where did Jesus find the first time? Holler it out. At the pool. Where's Jesus find him the second time? At the church. Jesus touched him and he went to church. Jesus healed him and he went to church. The first thing he did was go to church. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. I'll see all y'all in Bible study on Wednesday. Because you're supposed to go to church. Hmm. And so what does he tell them? 
The healing is not the wholeness. Now, the first part, justification. The second part, sanctification. What, what's he saying? You want to be whole. This is his transformation. So when I get there, I don't have to deal with it. His transformation. What's he saying? Quit sinning. All right. Quit sinning. I didn't say it. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Behold, thou art make whole. Sin no more, lest the worst thing come unto thee. Jesus saying for 38 years he was paralyzed because of his sin. There are some people who were sick because of their sin. Now, I know what you're saying because you're looking at my hand because I've become the claw. I got carpal tunnel. And I've been, I've been doing this just like you've been doing. You've been saying, I wonder if it's sin in pastor's life because his hand all jacked up. And, and that's what I've been doing too. I say, Lord, is, is there some sin I need to deal with? Or Don't worry about my sin. You better worry about your own sin. Here it is. Here's what God wants this man to know. You either have a used-to-be story or you probably still who you used to be. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me read this to you. Uh, somebody sent this to me. I, I love it. You churching, but you ain't changing. You praying, but you ain't believing. You singing, but you ain't set free. You hooping and hollering, but you ain't humble. You casket sharp, but you ain't heaven ready. You speaking in tongues in the sanctuary, but ain't speaking to your neighbor in the parking lot. You running up and down the aisle, but you ain't running to the throne. You dancer, but you ain't delivered. You do more turning to your neighbor than you do turning from your sin. You do more conferences than you do confession. No more playing church. Make that change and be the church. Jesus saying, hey, I just didn't heal you just to heal you. I'm healing you so that you can live right. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called Power at the Pool from John chapter 5. And, you know, good to be reminded from time to time that we are called to live right. God does work in our lives so that we can live right and righteous lives and give Him glory and point people to Him. Hope that as you've been listening to Pastor Ford's teaching today, you've been reminded of that, encouraged to go do that. And you know, you're an encouragement to us as you let us know that you're out there and that you're listening to this broadcast, that it's making a difference in your life. And it really is cool to look through some of the comments that come into the ministry here and see where they're coming from. We have a listener uh, in, well, Michigan. Julie says, thanks for your programs. I listen every day on the way to work. Leslie from Alabama has been listening for five years, has learned so much. Uh, we got a listener here from Chattanooga who's usually not up early in the morning but found us uh, bright, well, actually dark and early at that point and was very encouraged by the messages. So thank you to those of you who uh, are listening around the country and literally around the world letting us know that you're out there and that Pastor Ford's teaching is making a difference in your life. If we've never heard from you before, hey, give us a shout out. You can contact us through the website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. Click on the contact link. Let us know where you're listening, why you're listening, and what difference Pastor Ford's teaching is making in your life. Again, that's at treasuretruthradio.org. Well, thanks for doing that. Thanks also to our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.